Speed limit change on US 1 south of the Virginia Beltway. I'm Christy King. A Virginia judge rules the State House of Delegates does not have to hold new elections based on redrawn voting maps. Hot and humid today. Highs will be into the low to mid 90s. It's 8 o'clock. CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Deborah Rodriguez in New York. The Biden administration insists it had every right to take out the leader of al-Qaeda, Ayman al-Zawahiri, who was killed by U.S. drones on the balcony of a safe house in Kabul. Correspondent Cammie McCormick with this morning's reaction. Secretary of State Antony Blinken accused the Taliban of grossly violating its promises that the country wouldn't be used to harbor terrorists who threaten the security of other countries. CBS's Vicki Barker is at the foreign desk. Nick Kay was Britain's ambassador in Afghanistan. I take no pleasure in the death of any man, but I certainly do not mourn the passing of this individual. Analyst Afsal Ashraf says though Zawahiri may be dead. The brand of al-Qaeda will continue as indeed the Nazi brand continued after the defeats of the Nazis in Germany. The death toll is up to at least 37 in devastating flooding in eastern Kentucky. The governor says hundreds are still unaccounted for. Lee County Emergency Management Director John Allen says finding them is a challenge. We're encountering roadways that are washed out or completely gone. So we're working on trying to get those areas open so that we can get search crews and humanitarian crews into those areas. At least two people have died in a massive wildfire near the northern California-Oregon border. This man lives in Wairica. There's no update on whether or not my place is gone. The McKinney fires now burned an area larger than the city of Seattle. Firefighters say lightning storms, extreme heat, and dry brush are feeding the flames. It's still hotter than usual in Portland, Oregon, where today's high will be 88. 79-year-old Laura Watkins has no AC in her apartment. I'm scared. It, you know, people pass away from this. Let's talk about last year. And how many people died? Guy Reffitt, who brought a gun with him to storm the Capitol on January 6th, has been sentenced to more than seven years. Correspondent Christopher uh, Scott McFarlane. Guy Reffitt has always been a high-level January 6th case, accused of having a gun on his waist as he confronted police on the front lines January 6th. Prosecutors recommended a 15-year prison sentence. The judge issued a seven-year, three-month sentence instead. Uber reporting record revenue, $8 billion in the second quarter. It credits more drivers and couriers returning to the roads post-pandemic. Companies still lost almost $2 billion from investments in other ride-hailing services. A best-selling storyteller will be in court. Honor horror master Stephen King expected to testify in a federal antitrust trial. The Justice Department's trying to block Penguin Random House from a merger with rival Simon & Schuster, a division of Paramount, our parent company here at CBS. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. 8.03 on Tuesday, August 2nd, 79 degrees, going up to around 90 today with isolated showers possible later. Good morning, I'm John Aaron. And I'm Bruce Allen. Here are the top local stories we're following for you this hour. D.C.'s police chief is pleading with the community following another deadly shooting in Northeast, this one involving six victims. Speaking from a place of anger and sadness, D.C.'s police chief Robert Conti spoke out about last night's drive-by shooting. Why are six people shot? Why? Because someone decided to settle some type of dispute. One of the six men shot at the Aziz Bates property along F Street died. 
Conti says they don't have details about suspects or a vehicle to release at this time, but made clear the recent string of gun violence across the city is unacceptable. Violent crime in the district has increased by 12% so far this year compared to last year. I don't care where the shooting occurs. It's unacceptable in any community. We can't normalize this type of behavior. We must bring these individuals to account for their actions. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. And there's growing anger among members of the community about the rise in gun violence. Last night in Southeast D.C., residents heard from community leaders and local pro basketball players as they tried to come up with solutions to reduce crime in the city. If I don't value myself, you know, why should I value you? Why should I value your life? And that's what's happening. Warice Majid with the organization Yay Me. I do believe that collaboration is the most important thing that we can do. Wizards forward Anthony Gill. This is a problem that a large group of our community is going through. I know we can't ignore it. Mystics guard Natasha Cloud. You know, I've said it in the past and I'm not afraid to say it again. It's not only on us and the Wizards, it's also on the Nationals and the Capitals to step up as well. Liz Anderson, WTOP News. Adjustments to major commuter routes are made periodically in the name of safety. The speed limit on River Road inside the Beltway in Maryland was reduced from 45 to 35 miles an hour a few years ago, and now something similar could be coming to US-1 in Virginia. Coming up with a recommended speed limit for US-1 south of Virginia's Beltway involved technical analysis on five years of data on speed-related crashes. Now, Virginia's Department of Transportation thinks the state traffic engineer should lower the speed limit from 45 to 35 miles an hour between 495 and Jeff Todd Way, which is nearly down to Fort Belvoir. Now, Inside Nova reports VDOT is saying slower speeds would have minimal impact on traffic flow and volume. Christy King, WTOP News. Election 2022 on WTOP. Maryland Democrats came together yesterday to support Wes Moore, the party's nominee for governor. At a unity rally in, down, rally in downtown Silver Spring, State Comptroller Peter Francho, who lost to Moore in the Democratic primary, offered his full support to the political newcomer. While we were competing for the same office, we were doing so with one mission in mind, to secure a brighter more equitable, more prosperous future. Meantime, the Maryland Republican Party announced that former Governor Robert Ehrlich would campaign for nominee Dan Cox. Governor Larry Hogan has called Cox a QAnon whack job and said he will not campaign for him. A federal judge has dismissed a second lawsuit seeking to force members of Virginia's Republican-controlled House of Delegates to hold an unscheduled election this year. U.S. District Judge David Novak ruled that federal courts do not have the authority to order new elections for all 100 members of the State House of Delegates using newly drawn legislative maps. The ruling came in a lawsuit filed by three plaintiffs who claim their voting strength and political representation were unconstitutionally diluted or weakened by the state's failure to complete redistricting before the elections in 2021. Still ahead, outdoor dining is being scaled back in part of the area. It's 8.07. That dream closet you've always wanted. A great home office, an organized garage, the perfect mudroom. Closet America can make all of these things happen in your home. Hi, it's Chris Core. I'd like to think about Closet America as masters of space. And for August, they're offering 25% off plus free installation. And if you add a wall bed to your project, you'll get an additional 5% off everything. More at ClosetAmerica.com. Closet America, everything in its place perfectly. It's not easy being the one everyone counts on to keep the facility running, no matter the weather or supply chain hiccup. But we get you Raymond in Buffalo and Maria in Miami. 
Jules in Minneapolis and Stan in Central Indiana, taking control of everything that's under your control. At Granger, we're here for you with experienced branch staff at over 